Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Chapter 6, verse 1 through 2. Chapter 6, verse 1 through 2. It's good to be in the house of God today of God. Amen. Amen. Turn around and shake hands with one or two around you. Uh, we're thankful. We're thankful for our landmark family. And we're glad here today that our guests are with us. Lord bless you for coming here today in the house of the Lord. What a wonderful presence of God. Amen. The book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. Uh, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of the laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal life. I want to preach to you on this subject in 2020, don't begin again. In 2020, don't begin again. You might think, well, pastor, we're supposed to begin again at the new year. Well, I'm telling you here today, don't begin again because God doesn't want you to begin again. He wants you to grow in what you have grown on here today. Praise God. Let's lay our Bibles down, lift our hands one more time and give the Lord thanks here today. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. I thank you, God, for your blessings. I thank you, Lord, for your people. I thank you for the presence of of the Lord that is here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. In the name of the Lord, we praise you, God. Amen. You may be seated. In 2020, God does not want you to begin again. I want you to take the beginning again and throw it out the door. I want you to forget about it because God has already built some things in your life that he wants you to continue to build on. Amen? Amen. I feel like that we've got holiday struggle here. And uh, I like to hear a Pentecostal amen. And I like to hear a Pentecostal hallelujah. Hallelujah. And a Pentecostal glory. Amen. I need you to help me preach here today. And uh, I want to see the hand of God move upon us. You know, New Year's resolutions, a lot of people are making those right now, Brother Will. And uh, maybe you have made some uh, New Year's resolutions that I'm going to uh, maybe not eat uh, sweets or maybe I'm not going to sleep in so long. I'm going to get up early and go to bed early. I'm going to get eight hours of sleep. Anybody? Don't raise your hand. You don't have to say it. But anybody here in the house of God today that, that you have made New Year's resolutions that are only going to last for one week and that's it. After one week, they're all over with. You forget about it. And, uh, well, I did it for a week, and now it's all gone. But I'm telling you here today, we have started beginnings after beginnings after beginnings after beginnings, and that's really not what God is wanting us to do today. Unless you have never experienced the power of salvation in your life, 
then this is the day of a new beginning for you. But to those that have walked with God for many years, this is a day for you to not begin again in the year 2020, 2021, this next decade going on and on. It's time for us to realize that what God has done for us, he's already invested in our lives and he's already taught us through the teaching of the word of God and the personal Bible study times and the experiences that you have been through. You don't want to go back and go over this all over again. Amen? I had a, several years ago when we went through the building loss over here and a storm hit and we lost our building and there was a lot of things that were happening right now. Not just a physical storm, but we had a spiritual storm that was attacking us at that time. And I had a friend of mine, preacher friend, that told me, he said, learn the lesson of the test because you don't want to go back through the test again. I hate tests. I don't like tests. I, I like to uh, learn it the first time around. I don't want to learn it over and over and over again. I want to learn it the first time around. But you see, there is something very important for us. A lot of people are looking at starting a new beginning. Some look at the new year as a time to begin again, a fresh start, a new beginning in your life. But God doesn't want you to begin again, Landmark. Uh, he wants you to build on the growth that is already there, the foundation that is already there. We read in the scripture in Hebrews 6, 1 and 2, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and the doctrine of baptisms and the laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Here's what we have to understand. We should not, uh, we, we should not just stay around that foundation place all of our spiritual walk with God because we should already have attained these things. We should already have these things absorbed into our minds and into our hearts and into our thinking. They should be a part of us. Uh, we shouldn't have to go back and begin again all over again on these doctrines of faith and trust in God and baptisms and the power of God and, and all of these things because it should already be a part of us. And in the year 2020, it's important for us to not look at this year as a year of beginning again, a new fresh start. It's a year for us to build upon what we've already learned and build upon what we've already experienced in our lives because those things that have come our way are things that God has given to us for a purpose of us growing in him. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. If you, if, if God has already invested in your life. God has already invested in the power of the word. He's already invested in the teaching that is absorbed into your mind, your heart, your soul. He's already taught you some things through experiences that some experiences were tough, some experiences were a little bit easier, but all of it, through it all, we don't want to lay those things aside and say, I want to go back to the foundation again and rebuild it all over again. I want to build on what God has already brought me through. Amen. This could be a great year before we learned to read. Guess what we had to learn? The ABCs. The ABC song that our grandchildren sing, 
You know, that's, that's a song that I think all of us know here today. But we've been singing that song. Nori likes to sing that song. The river likes to sing. And I, Atticus and, uh, and Monterey, I'm sure. And Michael, do you know the ABC songs? Do you know it? The alphabet song? How many adults know that song? Raise your hand, adults. Come on. Okay, we're going to, we're going to sing that song here because I know you all know it and we're going to build on that but I know when we were younger and I need the help of the children here because the adults might have slipped and forgot a little bit about this but uh, Nori can you help me here today River uh, Atticus Monterey Michael different ones can you help me here today Lamar the alphabet song okay it goes like this I'll start you out I know what you're going to do. You're going to make me sing it by myself. I'm not going to fall for that. This is 2020. I've learned a whole lot in 2019. Okay, let's start it. Uh, Nora, can you start? Can you help me? The alphabet song? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. Now I said my ABCs. Won't you come and sing with me? Hey, good. Give yourself a hand. Before I ever learn how to write, before I ever learn how to, to speak or to speak a story, I had to learn the alphabets. I had to learn through the alphabet song. My mother taught me that song, and I, I learned from that. And then from there, I was able to write different words down on paper and even be able to read books. I remember in second grade, they took me to the principal's office not to get a spanking but they took me there so that I could read to the principal because I was reading large words. And uh, they wanted me to read to the principal because I was catching on to this ABCs and the, the reading of the books and the writing. And I was picking up on it and I was learning it. But I had to first learn the ABCs. But once I started reading books, I didn't go back to the ABCs and keep building on that every year. I don't, you know, I'm 57 years old. I don't have to learn the alphabet song again, but I do like to sing it with the grandkids. But there's something about the learning process. I don't go back to the beginning again and start all over again. If that was the case, I wouldn't be able to stand up here before you and preach a message or read a book or be able to speak because if I'm just going back to just the basics and that's all I do is just go back to the beginning over and over and over and over again, I'm never going to grow. Can I hear an amen? I've got to learn something new. I've got to build upon what I have uh, established in the foundation. But this was a small but significant step toward maturity and learning to read is to be able to learn the alphabet. 
Some people amaze me with their word craft of the English language, how that they can properly use a word usage in a spot, in a sentence or a paragraph, and how that one word can bring forth at the right place, can give much meaning to a subject without the use of many other words to describe the same thing. You know, sometimes people ramble on and on, kind of like preachers do at times. They ramble and can lose interest by rambling on and on. But if you use one word that can cover a whole paragraph, what a beautiful thing that it is. It's amazing to me how people can use words and the word craft that they have. And it comes with learning and maturing in the art of speaking and growing and building on what you've learned through the years, not going back to the ABCs again, but building on the, the foundation and building a building and putting it all together. And that is exactly what God is wanting us to do in the year 2020, growing and building on what you've learned and where you have grown, building on those things. Some are very creative by painting a picture of words. They, they could paint a picture with words. You don't even have to see a, 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 a book with pictures in it. You could just speak words, and all of a sudden your mind just begins to go and begin to think and paints the picture of words that are spoken at the right time, very creative, uh, and pictures in people's minds with descriptive adjectives. I, uh, I want to tell, some of you already know this story, but I want to tell a little bit on myself when I was in college that there was an instructor in the college that I attended and uh, she taught English. I won't give the name of the teacher because of, some of you might know her. And, uh, but uh, she was a, a very good English teacher. But there was something very unique about her. She was a very, very nice person, but she never smiled. She never smiled. So I felt like it was my duty and my goal and my motivation to somehow make her smile so in English class uh, she had and it was of course the goal of some other buddies in the class also that we had a goal to make her smile somehow some way we got to make her smile it was a tough road we had a hard hard road ahead of us but with my buddies it was that goal to see her just crack a smile just to crack a smile she had a class project, and in this class project, she said, I want you to write a story and turn it in tomorrow, and in this story, I want you to use descriptive adjectives. I want you to use adjectives to describe in detail the story. And uh, so that didn't seem like that hard of a task to make this story more interesting. I got to thinking about it, and I know that I can do I can, I, can, I can actually solve two things at one time. I can write the story and get my grade, and I can also make her laugh. So I began to write a story about an ape. And in this story about the ape, I put all kinds of funny descriptions, some adjectives in this story, and I began to really build it up. I made it into a story that I thought was pretty funny. And... Um, it was, I thought it was pretty hilarious. Matter of fact, have you ever been in a position where you thought you were funny but nobody else did? So I began to build this, this um, story up with adjectives and describe everything about this ape. 
And uh, the next day, I turned it in, and uh, of course, the following day, she took all of the the um, stories. I thought it was very clever, and and uh, a and a goal of trying to make her laugh. And the next day, when I got into class, uh, she started talking about the stories. She read them all, and she said, "There's one story that I do want to use as an example." And she put it up on the overhead, which tells how long ago this was, put it on the overhead projector. And uh, she put this story up there, and then I, I looked up, and I thought, that story looks very familiar, because that's my story about the ape. And I had all kinds of adjectives in this story, and she began to read through it, and she picked that thing apart so much that I felt like crawling under the table, under my chair, and hiding from everybody that's my story that's my story and she said this is what you don't do and this is what you don't do and this is what you don't do and there was more don't do's than there was for you to do so I, I, I was very very troubled by this and I learned a whole lot through that but one thing was for sure as she was reading the story to the class I saw a smile a smile cracked open on her face and she smiled and I reached my goal even though I uh, probably didn't get a very good grade on that, on that story uh, but yet I accomplished my goal and my buddy's goal to make her smile at least one time before this school year is over but I reached that goal and I began to build upon that I learned some lessons of what not to do and what to do so I didn't go back to the beginning and start all over again every time I just built upon what I had learned at that point authors and speakers can write stories and speak about events with the most amazing abilities they can make you feel as if you were right there in the story right there with the character smelling everything hearing everything feeling everything in your mind and you can feel like you're right there in the story and your mind connects and your senses connect with the description of what they're trying to say in the story it's amazing it's amazing to me how they can take that and paint a picture of words now I'm going to read you a story there's some stories can be very bland and boring and uh, with just basic generalities uh or you can draw something very special into it. A boring story is the cowboy rode his horse across the mountains to his destination, the end. That's pretty boring, isn't it? Isn't that boring? Very boring story. But when you begin to make the story exciting, it goes like this. The rugged cowboy felt the sun beating down on his felt-brimmed hat Sweat began to run down his face and into his eyes as he crossed that mountain pass. He began to wipe his eyes of the sweat as the sun came down upon him with that dusty old bandana that was around his neck as he wiped his face to get the, the tears out of his face and the sweat off of his brow. And as he swiped it across the dust on that old bandana and left a black streak across his face of dirt. And he seen that it was very, very hot that day. His rough, dark, sun-baked skin 
had experienced this all of his life, living out in the open, living out in the nature's um, sun and winter and all of the different changes of the seasons. It had baked his skin, and he experienced this all of his life. It was a, as tough as leather. It wasn't like a baby's skin. It was tough as leather. Then the only relief that he had was the random breeze blowing across the mountain peaks that blew and in a beautiful uh, random breeze that came across gave him a little bit of relief in his crossing of the mountain. Another thing that kept his mind off of the travel and the struggle was the rocky crest and the deep gorges down below that kept his mind off of the uncomfortable feelings of this hot day. From past experiences, he knew not to go too fast in the mountains and in the sharp rocks or his horse could come up lame because he experienced that all before, trying to go too fast across the rocks and his horse came lame and he had to put it down and he had to finish the trip on his own on his own two feet he had through his experience had felt that all before and did not want to experience it again he would then have to finish the trip on foot and that would have been a very difficult thing so he basically was very cautious as he crossed over the rocks through the mountains pass and above the high valleys and looking up at the high peaks with snow on the mountaintop but he finally reached his destination in the hidden town of Dry Gulch as he watched the tumbleweed roll by his path. Of course, there was water from the mountains flowing into Dry Gulch, but they felt like that it would be best to, to name the town Dry Gulch because when you get there and you see that the water's flowing there, it makes you feel better about staying at Dry Gulch. It was a mental experience. It added benefit that there was water, a mental encouragement. The driving force that made him continue was the great expectations that was a part of his beginning when he left the place that he lived that I'm going to strike it rich by discovering gold in them there hills. I'm gonna strike it rich. It was the motivating force it was the drive that drove him to that point of making this long journey. And through it all, he felt like that through this journey of sweat and tears and struggle and heartache and sleeping out under the stars in the heat of the summer would be worth it because he was going to discover gold and then their hills. You see, the writing of this story started with the learning of the alphabet song. It started with just learning the ABCs of life. But if we only go back to the beginning every year and just begin again and start afresh over and over and over again, we're not gonna get to the point where we can find a true learning and a true building upon the foundation that God has already laid for us. You see, God has a purpose for Landmark this year this next year, 2020, to not just begin again. He doesn't want you to begin again. Don't let this year, 2020, be a time where you decide to start all over again. But let the year 2020, which is a new decade, 
a new decade for us. Let it be a year that landmark and that the individuals of landmark build upon the growth of the year 2019. Let us go forward. Let us learn from what we've learned and experiences. Let us learn from what we have learned in the word of God. Let us learn from what we have read in the word of God. And let's put another block on top of the foundation. We don't need to build another foundation again. We should already have the basics of truth built upon our lives, a part of our heart, a part of our soul, a part of our life. But what God is calling Landmark to do today in this new year is build on your growth. Build on what you have learned through the experiences. God has allowed you to travel roads that you might not have chosen to travel. But what God is wanting you to do is for you to build upon the the experiences and the life's learnings that you've already learned. He doesn't want you to go back and take some of those tests all over again. We should have already learned the lesson from here on out and we need to begin to build in maturity upon the life that God has given us. You see, the writer doesn't begin again every year with the alphabet song. He's already passed that. Uh, he, he builds on what he has learned and he begins to expand it and he's able to write a story, a very artistic story that puts you in the story with the character. The carpenter doesn't begin every day by only building the foundation again, pouring new concrete, setting new forms and pouring the concrete. All he would have done is a bunch of foundations built in a residential area and no houses to live on, uh, to live in. What purpose would that be? But what the Lord is wanting us to do is for us to build upon those accomplishments for us to build a house upon the foundation that's already been laid. And in the book of Hebrews 6, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead of eternal judgment. The Lord is not saying here to us today, for us to throw it out, for us to forget about it. It's a very vital point in our experiences of learning in God for us to be able to grow and mature in the spirit and in the word of God. We don't throw the foundation out. We don't get rid of it and start building a house because we've destroyed the foundation it's already built. He wasn't saying that here. What he was saying is he wants you to go on. He wants you to build upon it. He wants you to grow upon it. He wants you to mature upon it. He wants to see your life grow in the year 2020 like you've never grown before but you've got to have a foundation built first we don't go back to the beginning again we don't go back to the beginning and, and start a new beginning again we, we continue on with where we're at because we're growing in God some of us have been in the church for a long time and we've learned a lot of things and some of us haven't been in the church so long but we're still learning, but God is telling us, you don't have to begin again. You just build on what I have built in your life. I've invested in your life. I've invested some very important things in your life. Build upon it from there and grow in it.
Amen. Some Christians never get past the milk of the word. Some never get past that, that just the, the basics of the milk of the word and never grow in God. They don't understand the things of the word. They don't understand the depths of the word of God. They don't understand the power of revelation of the word. They don't understand the power of the gifts of the spirit and operation in people's lives. But all they want is just to go back and start all over again, all over again, and just drink the milk. And they're satisfied to a certain extent with just the milk of the word. But what God is telling us to do is go deeper in him, deep calleth deep and that's the the word in the book of Psalms deep calleth deep for us to go to a level in God that we've never been before in the year 2020 can I hear an amen some Christians they just never get past the milk of the word they stay with the ABC's of God's word in verse 2 of the scripture of Hebrews it says talks about the doctrine of baptisms the Greek word in this scripture is baptismos, which is not the exact word that we use for baptism in a watery grave, which is baptizo. In the Greek, it's, it's a meaning of cleansing, of course, but it has a, a balance here between the uh, Mosaic law of the Old Testament of ritual baths, which we've seen those in Israel they were before you go into the temple they were ritual baths that they would walk into before they could go into the temple it was a it was a it was kind of like a balance between the mosaic law the ritual baths and the christian baptizo of immersion in the name of jesus christ and as it says here don't go back to the baptisms because what he was saying here is if you go back to the foundation and go back trying to begin again and you go back to the baptisms, you're going to find yourself to the Jewish Christians staying at the beginning, even falling backward, just starting all over. It made it easy for the Jewish Christians to go back under the comfort zone of the old law and slip from the, the new covenant that God had presented to the children of Israel for them to go back to or for them to follow the, the, the covenant of the word of God. But with this baptism, it was about that the Jewish Christians could very easily go back to the old law and feel comfortable there but what God was saying to them don't go back don't go backward and don't just start again but I want you to go forward I want you to walk forward it could be easy for the, the Jewish Christians to go back to the old law because in the old law they wouldn't have to fight persecutions they wouldn't have to fight all these things that the Christians have to fight. But what he was saying to them, don't go back to the old laws and start all over again, but move ahead. Build on what I have established in your life. To the Christian believer, it makes it easier to fall back to the so-called comfort of sin and flesh if all we do is hang out at just trying to start all over again every year, every year. What God is wanting for us to do is mature, grow, grow closer to him, draw closer to his word, put some distance between your immaturity of a baby in Christ and the maturity of becoming a strong child of God. 
That is what God is calling us as a church body to do in the year 2020. To grow in him. Put a distance between us and the immaturity of just starting over, over and over and over and going back to the ABCs over and over and over again. Don't lose your foundation of a beginning, but grow on what you have learned and experienced this past year and the years of the past. Learn something new. Learn the depth of the mysteries of God's word because there are so many treasures here in this word that we've got to grab a hold of that we have not even tapped into yet. And year 2020, experience the fresh revelations of God. Of course, that they are proven by the word of God. It's not something that would get beyond God's word. Some people could get into a, well, I got a revelation from God, but it it's, has nothing to do with the word of God. I would say that that is not from God. It goes back to a confirmation of his word. Amen. Go back to that point of growing and learning and, and understanding to be used in the gifts of the Spirit. God wants us to mature to the point where we can pray for the sick and they recover. We could be, believe in prayer and in faith and speak a word, a prophetic word to somebody that we know it is, it is confirmed by the word of God and it is from God. Amen. For us to grow to that point where they, we pray for the sick and they will recover where we win a life to Christ through our testimony, through the power of God in our lives, where we pray without ceasing, where the Holy Ghost comes upon us in a way where we are so powerfully moved by the presence of God that when we walk into the city, the power of God's presence is felt among the people that are around us. Let us not stay on the milk of the word. Let us not stay where we've just got to begin again over and over again but let us go on and grow in God where I'm hungry for the presence of the Lord where I step up in holiness and moral living where I walk with God and I live for God where I fight the fight of faith and experience a tough skin because of the experiences that I've been through in God that nothing is going to knock me down no weapon formed against me shall prosper that I can stand in the presence of of a fight of a fight and that I could strike the riches of gold pure gold in the presence of the Lord there is a motivation behind all of this yes there are people that have been through the battlefields and their spiritual skin is, is tough as leather there's some people that have been through the battlefields and they've had the sweat of their brow running in their face and wiping their face with an old dirty dirty rag, trying to make it, trying to press on. They've experienced some things. They, they know what it's like to, to uh, go too fast or too slow. They know what it's like that... Uh, that their horse might get into a rocky cliff somewhere and, and break its leg and you got to put it down and then you got to walk the rest of the, the trip on your own. They've been down those roads. They've experienced things. They know what it's like to battle spirits of hell. They know what it's like 
to experience these things, but they also know the beauty and the freshness of a fresh touch and taste of God in his presence and in an altar of prayer. They know what it's like to feel the glory of God. They know what it's like to be able to build upon those things. They understand the moving of the Spirit of God. They understand the moving of the Spirit of hell, and they know one thing for sure, that God has never let them down, and he's never failed them in the times of travel and struggle. He's never failed them, and that's what God is wanting us to build on here today for us to build on in the year 2020. I don't want to begin again. I don't want to go through the same test again. I want to build upon the foundation that God has given to me. Can I hear an amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. As pastor, I have seen this congregation go through battles. I've seen us go through struggles. I've also seen us shout the shout of victory. Amen. 25 years of pastoring, I've seen a lot of things happen within this church body. I've seen a time when we didn't even have a building but we made a, a way and, and built upon the direction that God was leading us. And he led us to a place, a beautiful building that is paid for. Amen. We have learned through the experiences and travels, walking and traveling with God. Yes, sometimes our skin is a little tough. Sometimes we have to... to bear down and grab a hold of faith when the world is saying you don't have anything to hold on to but we know one thing we got the word of God and we got the power of God amen it's time for us to move forward church in the year 2020 it started with the learning of the ABC's of living for God and it's growing into maturity amen Isaiah 28 9 and 10 whom shall he teach Knowledge of whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little and there a little I didn't get this thing all at once it took a while for me to get it and I still haven't got it all but I'm not going to let myself go back to the beginning I'm going to build on what God has been building all these years a move of the Holy Ghost in my life I'm still learning things revelations are still coming the mysteries of the word of God are still being unveiled in my heart and in my life. I'm learning what it's like to live for God. I'm learning what it's like to go through battles and think that there's no hope, but yet understand there is the word of God that gives me hope. I know what it's like to not understand what the Holy Ghost is all about, but to receive it. God gave it to me, and what a beautiful experience that it was. I'll never go back. I'll never, I'll never say that the Holy Ghost there's nothing to it because I know better. I know that there's nothing like the power of the Holy Ghost. When I received it in my life and I began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit gave utterance, oh, 
it just keeps driving me back to the house of God it just keeps driving me to an altar of prayer it just keeps driving me back to the word because I'm on a I'm on a mission I'm going to strike some gold in them hills that God's laid out for me I'm going to I'm going to find some gold and I have found gold but there's more gold I'm not talking about riches of this world I'm talking about riches beyond this life and there are blessings in this life for sure thank God for it but I know one thing for sure I've found the pearl of great price I've found the treasure in earthen vessel I found the power of God it didn't come from me going back to the beginning every year it came from me building upon the foundations that he's already built power of God there's nothing like it you could give me a billion dollars and say I'll give you a billion dollars if you'll denounce the power of the Holy Ghost I would tell you I don't want the billion dollars keep it for yourself because I have something so much greater something so much greater what would make a person say that because they have been building they have been building upon the foundations of God and they're not drinking the milk anymore they're getting down to the stakes of the word they're getting down to that point where God's spirit begins to reveal things speak to us used in the gifts of the spirit the power of God precept upon precept line upon line here a little there a little just comes at the right time at the right point that we need it the most it's God speaking to us Holy Ghost presence of God there's nothing like it here today I'd like for us to stand and if you would like to make a commitment in the year 2020 and understand that God has some great things in store for us and the greatest treasure we could ever find is not just something for ourselves but for someone to be filled with the Holy Ghost for someone to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ great treasure great treasure but today, at this altar, we need to make a commitment of not, I'm going to start all over again, but God, I'm going to build on what you have built in my life. I'd like for you to come. Come and seek God. There's great things that are going to come out of us building upon the foundations of God that are already built in our lives the experiences that we have been through the touch of the Lord that we have felt the power of his spirit cry out to God here today cry out to God make a commitment I'm going to build upon the foundation that you have laid through my past experiences in you God in the name of Jesus Jesus